Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up, challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. But this is taking forever. Shrek and ain't no in-flight movie or nothing. The kingdom of far, far away donkey, that's where we're going. Far, far away. All right, all right, I get it. I'm just so darn bored. Well, find a way to entertain yourself. Well, are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? Yes. Really? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No, we are not. Are we there yet? No. no. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... Are we there yet? Not yet. Are we there yet? Not yet. Are we there yet? Not yet. Are we there yet? Uh, Let's play a game. Look at where we are. Won't you look with me and tell me what you see? Driving in the car. What do you see? A beetle. What do you see? A deer. What do you see? A lake. What do you see? A rainbow. It's so much fun to drive so far. Let's look outside and enjoy the pretty ride. Driving in the car. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? (laughs) Yes, today's Christian Car Guy show. I hope you got the point. Are we there yet? You know, and if you're a parent, you've heard these words many, 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 many times, and they're so annoying when you hear it. However, think with me a minute. How sad is it the day it stops, right? Because the sad truth, and it really is a sad truth, that it is either your children have lost hope or they've lost faith or they're no longer along for the ride. And so take your pick. I mean, they're all phenomenally sad, but at least two of these are a loss of faith. And so in the intro, you may have heard Donkey and Shrek and Fiona and Shrek too, <laughs> with Donkey being the one with the childlike faith, right? And then you heard that's Coco Melon, nursery rhymes on YouTube. If you want to, you know, I've got it there at christiancarguy.com. If you want to see the whole song, I hate you missed out on all <laughs> But it's on YouTube and it's Are We There Yet? I know you're shocked to know that. And then you might also be shocked to know that today's show is brought to you by Hebrew Letter. And that Hebrew Letter today is a Hebrew Letter Nun. And the Hebrew Letter Nun looks like a little seedling because it has everything to do with seedlings. As Jesus would tell the parable of the soils had so much to do with that idea of faith. And the letter nun has much to do with faith and has something to do with light too, the light of hope. And that's what faith is about. And, you know, the, the fact that those children are still asking, are we there yet, is in that, is tucked in that word, 
right? Some faith. So, speaking of childlike faith, today we have my good friend Bill Mixon with us. <laughs> good morning, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to have to give that intro a little thought. <laughs> ah. And, and so, as I was thinking about are we there yet from a biblical standpoint, as you might imagine, I was kind of in my book of Habakkuk this week, and I'll get much into why I'm in that book, et cetera, et cetera. But asking that very question of God is a common Bible theme. You know, it really, really is, if you think about it, right? And inside that word, how long, that you'll hear throughout the Psalms, you hear it in the book of Job, and we're going to hear it again in Habakkuk, and inside of that is that letter Nun, because it has to do with what you believe, right? So King David in Psalm 13, one, how long will thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long will thou hide thy face from me? You see, he's got the question, but the good news is he's got somebody to ask it to. <laughs> and he must believe he's got an answer, right? And, I, and again, in Habakkuk 1, 2, which is the verse that I was studying this week, oh Lord, how long shall I cry? And thou will not hear. Even cry out unto thee of violence and not save. And I mean, how many times did Job ask that same question, right? But here I'm asking other questions. If you listen carefully, they're asking a question, what do I do? What am I missing? How do I interpret this situation? And a very difficult one that we ask, what do I really believe, right? So perhaps somewhere along the way, just me personally, right? I became a human doing instead of a human being. <laughs> In other words, I want to do something about all these situations. And for goodness sakes, God, you do something. If I'm not going to do something, you need to do something, right? But God's all about being and not so much about doing. <laughs> but nonetheless, you live in 2023 with me. And so I'm sure you're looking around going, what? COVID 2020? I mean, 2023 and we got COVID big time. My wife was supposed to have surgery this week. Couldn't have it because the doctor had COVID. My daughter and son-in-law have COVID and it's all, it's just rampant. And you know, what's going on in the Ukraine, Afghanistan, Darfur and Sudan, abortion, shenanigans in Congress. I know you're asking the same question I am. Are we there yet? <laughs> so I can choose to be right rather than to do. I don't know if you've thought about that, but you can be a son. Right? And, and that's what, this is what Habakkuk's doing. This is what David's doing. He's just being a son with this childlike faith. Are we there yet? <laughs> you know, God, uh, right? Look where you are. Listen to what the father says. I know that, you know, my producer, he, he was grimacing as he had to sit through all of that, you know. But I just want you to think about what the father said. Look where you are. Look where you are. The wisdom of that is phenomenal, right? Because so often we're so busy worrying about all the shenanigans that we are not looking where we are. And then he says, what do you see? And the first thing that they see is an eagle. And I don't think that's <laughs> by accident, right? My question to you and to me, really, as I'm sitting around here worrying about all the shenanigans, is how many eagles did I miss? 
right? How, ma- how many eagles did I miss? Because I, I think that's a great question because, right, those who wait on the Lord, and it didn't say that God has to do something. It says those who wait on the Lord, which have to do with that idea of confidence. So, because I want to have fun, and I always want to have fun, right? My mother, I was telling him, you know, before we started the show, we back in our day, we didn't have VCRs, we didn't have camcorders, we didn't have iPhones, okay? So, so my dad used an 8-millimeter projector kind of movie camera to to make movies of our vacations. And since there was no sound to them, when my mother had them put on a VCR, she narrated to them. And my father, being a Buick, you know, Buick man all his life, worked for Buick Motor Division, made all these movies of these Buicks going down the road, right? <laughs> and so she she put in the narration, when are we going to get there, Daddy? Mommy, when are we going to get, you know, how long till we get there? Right, right, right. Not realizing, you know, how much that would mean to me later when I hear my mom narrating that because, you know, my mom's been gone a while. But when I see these old VCR tapes, which we still have, um, of these movies, you know, of of these trips, like we were there. And then we found my mother was a master at making sure that we looked where we were, right, of of playing games. You know, whether it was I Spy or the Alphabet Game or License Plate Game and all these different things that you did to pay attention to what really is going on. And so I thought, how fun today if you would call in with your favorite, like your memory of that road trip of your parents saying, you know, when you were saying, are we there yet? What did your parents do? You know, what wisdom? And I think there's phenomenal wisdom in, in, in getting you to pay attention to the journey. Okay. <laughs> right. Let's enjoy the ride here. Let's, let's pay attention to the journey along the way. And I, and, and, and how can, how can parents do that? So 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Bill, you just kept saying, put in an audio book. Come on now. Let's get a little more. <laughs> well, I, I do remember one trip where one of my children said, Daddy, do cows move? And I was thinking, well, <laughs> they're paying a whole lot of attention to what we're going by. And the other child said, do they have shorter legs on one side than the other? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one was when my son said, Daddy, what's a hooter? <laughs> <laughs> That's an owl. It's an owl. owl. It's an I'm owl. Sure yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what my reply was. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 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 uh. what was your game? I mean, how, how, or maybe how do you enjoy the journey of life? Maybe that's even more wonderful. I would love your call, your input on this. You know, it's very important as we enter into this year that we look and see. You know, what do we do with our childlike faith? And are we there yet? 866-348-7884. We'd love to hear your story. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Find a way to entertain yourself. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? Yes. Really? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No, we are not. Are we there yet? No. Let's play a game. Look at where we are. 
Won't you look with me and tell me what you see driving in the car? Are we there yet? Not yet. Are we there? Are we there yet? Is the question today on the Christian Car Guy Show? And you know what was your favorite? way to pass the time on those long road trips you know those are always great memories and something we can help out our fellow car drivers as they're considering 2023 um you know we should mention that with jesus labor and love it's all there at christiancarguy.com of course car repair labor for single moms widows and families in crisis and this time of year we always desperately need cars if you know somebody that's got a car that um they didn't want to trade or whatever. They didn't want to roll, roll it off or whatever. They might contact us there at christiancarguy.com because we have a tremendous need for those people that are not there yet. But as I was thinking about this, you know, I, I had the absolute joy um, about two years before my mother passed of taking her on another long road trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got to tell you, she was just as good at road games, you know, in her 80s as she was, with, you know, when we were kids. And, you know, we, we, we'd play the alphabet game. That was one of her favorites, you know. And, and she knew all the right vehicles. She'd played it so many times that she would spot a, a truck coming down the road that would have the X or whatever it was she needed. She was unbeatable. I'm, I'm telling you, just, you know, she had, she had that skill to uh, play those road games, but also made you pay attention to where you were, which, you know, as we were talking about, is a real, is a real, real gift to know where you are. And I heard this. So again, we'd love your story. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I heard this rabbi last night, actually, I tend to listen to these kind of things. And he gave this amazing lecture, and he was talking about this woman who had survived the Holocaust. And her whole family had been killed, and she was the only one that was left, and she was very, very, very mad at gone. But she came to synagogue every week, and she sat there, and she would not sing, she would not lift her hands, she would not pray. And, you know, some of the people say, why do you even come to synagogue? Because I want God to see that I will not praise him for what he did not do with my family. And, of course, all these people in the church came to the rabbi. You know, what are we going to do? This lady's, you know, blaspheming. She, we need to kick her out. And he goes, no. He said, I wish I had her faith. Right? I, I think that's phenomenal wisdom. He said, I wish I had her faith because... She's here because she believes there is a God. And she's mad at him because she knows he could have done something. And so it's tremendous faith that she's there. And, you know, like these people in the Psalms that are asking, that are angry with God. Well, if you, if you know, your, your kids come to you asking the good news is they came, right? The good news is they're still asking. The good news is they're still showing up. You know, they may be angry, they may be bitter, there may be a lot of things, but it beats the heck out of no hope, it beats the heck out of no faith, right? And if we're really honest with ourselves at times, you know, that's that's kind of, you know, where we land on that deal. And, and so I'm wondering, for you, right, as, as you're looking at, you know, with honest, an honest look at what's going on 
can we just look to where we're at right now and wait on the Eagles and not miss them when they come? You know, I, I think that's cool, Bill. I mean, you, you, uh, well, my way I deal with it is when you start the day, God, what do you want me to do today? So if I'm having a difficult time worried about the future, then I'm not doing what it is I'm supposed to be doing, whether that's reading the scriptures or praying or helping people or getting out and doing community service. If you're doing, it's a lot harder to be stuck in a funk, in my, at least in my world. Yeah, but then you become a human doing. Yes. <laughs> It's fascinating to me. It really, really is that um, Habakkuk, whose name really means a, 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 a hug from the bosom. I mean, we're talking about a deep hug. Like Habakkuk was hugging God. Believe me, he he was hanging on for all he was like. And, and, and I, I, I find it fascinating that he you know, went, went so deep with these questions and he got such a profound answer. You know, he really, really did. And so how exciting we got our friend, Ann Alt, it looks like in Huntersville, North Carolina. So Ann, you're on the Christian car guy show. Good morning. Good morning. Boy, I'm, I'm amazed that I'm actually calling. I'm, I'm still half asleep, <laughs> but, but I couldn't resist being an, an air force brat, you know, um, and we were stationed like in Naples, Italy, and my parents took us through Europe with me and my older brother, and um, it, you know, took us all over the place in you know, in Germany, and and we we drove everywhere. But my brother and I used to love reading comic books. <laughs> I mean, reading comic books as we're seeing all this amazing historic stuff, you know. And then when I got older, uh, I went with a group in the 70s, especially for a few years when I could afford it. But uh, I, I went to Russia, Israel, Egypt, Greece, China. All, I mean, just an amazing thing of, of seeing the beauty and taking it in. But especially Israel. I have been, I've been to Israel three times. And to go walk where Jesus walked. It's like you follow the footsteps of God when he was on earth. That got my attention. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you're, you're right there in the moment, which, by the way, I have to tell you, I, I'm about three lines away from finishing the script. <laughs> I, I thought I would get it done last week, but we, the Christian Car Guy Theater episode 33 is coming here in the next couple of weeks, I promise. I, I about got the script done, so I'm going to Oh, get I can hardly wait. <laughs> Me too. I, Me too. I, so comic books. Could you read comic books in the car without getting sick? Apparently so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I couldn't do that. I have to look out the window. I don't know. That's me. Um, I got the wimpy thing. So, well, thank you for calling in, and I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful for the adventures that you've had and looking out there and seeing you know, where we've been and where we're going. So we'll be right back with a lot more. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Find a way to entertain yourself. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? Yes. Really? No. 
Are we there yet? No! Are we there yet? No, we are not! Are we there yet? No! Let's play a game. Look at where we are. Won't you look with me and tell me what you see driving in the car? Are we there yet? Are we there yet for 2023 on the Christian Car Guys show today? How about you? How did you uh, experience this? And and A, maybe even experience your journey in 2023. What might that look like? I would love to have your call, 866-348-7884. We have Nancy in Chapel Hill. Looking forward to this. Nancy, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. Um, yeah, if it was at nighttime, we would play Padiddle Padoodle, which was we would have to look for a headlight out. If it was a right one, it's a Padiddle. If it was a left one, it was a Padoodle. But during the daytime, there were a couple of things. My parents would always, you know, say, hey. Try to look for a deer or a woodchuck or something as we were going by, and or look for leaf change if it was in the fall, or a crow at the top of the tree, or something like that. And I, I really enjoyed looking out then. And it's I, when you've talked about how has that impacted you too, I look for detail, and the Lord gives you little things all the time. You know, especially just how outside in nature is, too. My dad was a nurseryman, and if we went out to talk to him, he'd always stop and just say, look around, look at the beauty that's there. So I got to a point where I think I got to where I was never saying, you know, are we there yet? Because it's the journey, too. You know, that's how what came of it without them even telling me that, you know? Oh, you just really helped me, Nancy. <laughs> I, you know, I, you just pointed no, out. No, the Holy Spirit did. Oh, you, you, Spirit. well, the Holy Spirit did through you. And there's no doubt that, you, you know, your call means the world to me. Um, that Thank in the you. year 2022, one of the neatest things that God gave me was a, a, a new sort of plan for life, which was to take, if I possibly could, every day an hour walk. A- and the joy of those hour walks has been not necessarily the exercise I got, which certainly I needed, but more the details. Like every day, every day I go, I'm, I'm like you, I God, show me something cool. Like something cool. Mm-hmm. Like the other morning it was freezing cold. I don't know how cold it was. But I, I walked through this tunnel that I don't think anybody knows where it is, but I know it goes underneath Silas Creek Parkway, and you can walk through there if you know where it is. And when I walked through there, the water had dripped down from, you know, underneath the, the Silas Creek Parkway, and it had created these, I guess you call them staglamite, whatever they're called, but they were like big, like upside-down um, icicles that were yeah, coming off the... Still, yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> there were these stalactites. They were so cool. I, I had to stop and take a picture of them because they were like, you know, four or five feet high. And like, man, th- th- this this was a serious stalactite of ice right there on, underneath Silas Creek Parkway. And I was like, man, how cool is that? Just think about that water dripping and creating that. But um, like you said, that that what that does for my spirit to go on those walks every day, it does take me into what actually is 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 my journey for the day, right? Yes, yes. And so the crow yeah, in the so top of it, the tree, right? I think the the journeys in the car can for a kid might even equate to a little time in a wilderness, you know? <laughs> because you can't do much of anything else, right? Oh, I know, I know, because, you know, I, I can remember um, one time I, everybody got sick at Easter except my granddaughter, and we had to go to my mother's, and so I took my granddaughter in Old Red, which was just a two-seat, you know, old Dakota pickup truck, and so it was just me and Lila, and, you know, what an opportunity to entertain Lila for, you know, a six-hour trip on the way, because I think at the time she was four or five. <laughs> <laughs> and fortunately for me, I was uh, my mother's son, and and I knew a thousand games, I knew a thousand songs, and, and we just had the best time. It's a, it's a trip that will always go down in my mind is like, man, I got to go on that trip with Lila, um, just me and her on the way to Tennessee. But it, but it challenges you as a parent to go, okay, how can we get them through the wilderness? And sometimes you can't help but wonder, how is God doing that with me? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because no doubt we're in the wilderness i mean it's just um one of those things but i how are you doing I, it's so good to hear from you i know it's been a a while a lot of uh looking for a car for my uh daughter the lord blessed us after the third try and it gave me time to say hey pray about it you know, so that worked out. Now I'm looking for one, but as far as my my journey with God, you know, I'm praying for the, my New Year's resolution is to really try to make Him my love of my life and to put the time in that we're really supposed to do. I start looking around, and there's so many people who say they're Christians, but they have yet to open a Bible. You know, yeah, well, they need to be thirsty enough. You know, that that would be good. Mm-hmm. So, you're still looking for a car for your daughter? Well, for my other one. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> and let's then eventually one for me. But all right. Well, let's that, just let's just pray we'll since we got the opportunity it. to do that right now with all our listeners. Lord, thank you for Nancy, and I thank you for her love for her children. And, and 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 the way that you provide in so many neat, cool ways. So we ask that you would provide this car for her, give Nancy the opportunity to find it, you know, put it on her radar, whether that's through something she sees online or wherever she crosses its path, help her to see it, help her daughter to see it. And then, Lord, we pray you bless it to be a safe car and that it would be a reliable car as well as for Nancy. And we're so grateful that you give us an opportunity to come to you and ask because we have faith. We, we believe that you are going to provide that, and, and, and we believe that you just um, you love us in such a way that you're going to make sure that we're safe. 
And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And that's what we're supposed to do. (laughs) Pray together for all the different times instead of just say we're going to. So I thank you, Robbie. You are such a blessing to Oh, and, and you are as well, world. my friend. Really Thank you. Are. All right. God bless you. Have a great day. Okay. We need your story, 866, your way that you do this, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. I also want to point out another little detail about Habakkuk's prayer. Obviously, we know based on the scriptures that Habakkuk got a phenomenal answer, and apparently we're going to get to that with later shows. But one of the things that Habakkuk clearly did when I looked at this prayer is he used the exact syntax. In other words, when you look at the Hebrew of his prayer, it's identical not just in the letters, but in the in the other marks that are in the syntax of what Job would say and what David would say in this idea of how long. <laughs> and so when when Habakkuk was saying out, you know, are we there yet? You know, that that's what he was saying. Um, you know, it's fascinating to me that he used scripture and he must have been extremely aware. And then actually he in the second um, verse of the prayer, he quotes a line from Numbers 21, just word for word, again, using the exact syntax, using the exact, you know, language of, of, of the scripture that he had obviously knew and prayed. But you know, my favorite thing about the Habakkuk prayer um, is who he called on. He called on Yahweh. He called on what the Jews after the the first temple they wouldn't even use that word that that name of God that was so holy that literally they felt like people would fall on the ground when they heard it. And in Hebrew, that's Yud Hey Vav Hey. And so when he started this prayer, just like when David started his prayer and when Job started his prayer, they called on that. Hallowed be thy name. That name. Right and and Jesus in his OA when we're when we're doing the 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 uh, you know why am I why is that word escape me the prayer we we pray every day you know the one that Jesus taught his disciple the Lord's prayer thank you Bill that that when we say Hallowed be Thy name Jesus is again because the Jews won't say Yud Hey Vav Hey you know they won't pronounce that but they will say Hashem well in his own way that's what Jesus is saying is hallowed be thy name, Hashem, right? How cool is that? That That's who we call on because that's the that's the one that, that, that we're coming to. That's dad. So we got so much to go, but we got to have your call. It's just not the same. I mean, all these stories, 866-348-7884. Call us. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Find a way to entertain yourself. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? Yes. Really? No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No, we are not. Are we there yet? No. Let's play a game. Look at where we are. Won't you look with me and tell me what you see driving in the car? Are we there yet? Not yet. Are we there yet for 2023? And uh, 
I made this point at the very beginning of the show. Maybe you're just tuning in and you've missed it. But it, it seems to me that it's a phenomenal question. That it's a sad day when your quids quit, kids quit asking it um, for three different reasons that I can think of. Number one, they've lost faith. They've lost hope. Or they're not along for the ride anymore. And, and so as we see Habakkuk and David and others in the Bible, they kept faith and they, they continue to ask God, are we there yet? <laughs> or, you know, they continued to ask the tough questions. They were being honest with him and, and they did it biblically. But, you know, it's kind of neat that, that um, God has had me on this journey. Well, let me say one more time. I would love to hear your story. We got lines open. 866-348-7884-866-348. 348-7884 is the number to call in and share your Are We There Yet story. But speaking of Are We There Yet, every year I uh, ask God for a word of the year to kind of give me an idea of the journey that we're taking. And the word of the year that God had given me for 2023 was great faith gathering. It was kind of three words. But he wanted great faith and he wanted a gathering. Okay, so I... I understood that. Well, you might know that I finished up the book Song of Solomon right at the end of 2022. And so I'm like, God, where are we going? What's, what's my next step? And he clearly said to me, Habakkuk. And I was like, Habakkuk? You've got to be kidding me. You know, can't we do something in the New Testament? Or, you know, like, really, Lord Habakkuk? And he was like very clear, yes, Robbie Habakkuk. Well, as I began to look at Habakkuk and, and the word being uh, the idea of gathering in great faith, that's what the word means. It's the idea of this hug, right? It's a gathering in great faith. And obviously Habakkuk had great faith because you can see through this question, you know, that that's where he was. And, and what, a, what a cool thing God showed me. Because I, I just went with it. I said, okay, Habakkuk it is. If you say we're going to go to Habakkuk, that's why we're going to go to Habakkuk. And oh my goodness, I, I, I am so grateful that I, I went along with that. So we have, uh, John is in Washington. So John, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Hi, Robbie. How you doing? I am just thrilled to have you on with us. You listening to KCIS up there? Yeah, I do. Wonderful. I called you a few times before when on the way to my Gideon meetings. Then they changed the restaurant, and it doesn't open until 8. So uh, unless I'm early for the meeting, I don't get your show. Oh. Well, you have a but, fellow uh, Gideon right here by the name of Bill that just loves the Gideons. Good morning, brother. And I'm also, I don't tell anybody I'm a Gideon because I'm also a missionary with Evangelism Explosion International. I'm afraid the Gideons will kick me out of things right now. <laughs> I understand. But the guys here are, don't want to lose any members. So, yeah, uh, yeah. But my my kind of I, I I came in late on your on your topic, so maybe I'm off topic. But my kind of are we there yet? Story is more about you know so many I, I believers today that are just um, I can't wait. To, Lord, come back now because this world is such a mess. I want you to take me out of it. And I'm like, I'm grieved for, they've got all these people in their lives that they love that, well, if the Lord comes back down, they're not coming. 
Right. You know, all these people in their lives they've been praying for would come to Christ, but they haven't gotten around to you know ninety percent of of believers in in ninety five percent of believers never share their faith, never lead a single person to the Lord, and uh, uh, they just pray that somebody else will lead their loved ones to the Lord before the Lord returns. But they're they're in a hurry for him to return and leave behind all these people that they love. Oh, I, that's a, John, I love, love, love that you called with that. Because, you know, what a thing to do in the present, right? Is to love others like Jesus would love them, right? I mean, that was yeah. Jesus' whole deal while he was here is, you know, let, at the, you know, it, you, you got big decisions to make today because you don't know what tomorrow brings, right? And, and, and part of it, a lot of it is that so many guys, pastors, and everyday members of, uh, of the church, nobody ever told them that it's their job, that, that, or that the job of the pastors is to equip the saints, the everyday believers. You know, he gives the pastors, the preachers, the teachers, the evangelists, the job of equipping the saints for the work of ministry, not the job of doing all the evangelism. And yet, you know, 95% of the people in the churches, their pastor never taught them how to share their faith. That was the case with me before I went through evangelism closing training. And it's kind of cool when I think about it, how God used, you know, what he taught me. Uh, obviously, in Matthew 28, right, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. I mean, it is everybody's great commission, not just the car salesman out there, okay? <laughs> and, yeah. and and what I found interestingly, and this is to Nancy's point earlier, so many people don't write, read the Bible. Well, you know, I as I read it in the morning, I get really, really excited about what I read, like Habakkuk, like this morning, okay? I'm really excited. And so it has been my practice forever to go to whoever I run into, whether they be believers or whoever it is I'm running into and tell them what I read today. And here's what, here's what excited me yeah. today. And it's interesting yeah. how many people over the years, God has um, said, well, I, I need to go look at that. And I didn't know that was in the Bible, right? And it was just simply my enthusiasm um, because that's what a disciple is, is an enthusiastic learner. And if you've got some enthusiasm, it's, it's contagious, John, and I can sense that yeah. in you. That, that you love well, that. What a great way to open a conversation with somebody to talk about what you read in the Bible today. I know. People are always saying, well, how do I, how do I open it? I, you know, I, that's the, one of the main things that people, when we do the training with churches and, you know, trying to teach people how to share the gospel, they, they might have some rough idea of what the gospel is, but they never get around to it because they don't know how to go from, hey, nice day we're having, to, to sharing the gospel. And what a great transition to say, Boy, I was so excited about what what I read in the Bible today. That'll put a, turn the conversation in a spiritual direction, and you'll get a sense where, oh, is this person open to the gospel or not? You know, we, we there's so much ripe fruit out there. Uh, we don't need to be you know, oh, yeah. in the arms or arguing with anybody in the Lord. The, the Lord just whenever I have a chance to lead somebody, the Lord, it's like that person was so ready. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it wasn't me. It was your Holy Spirit at work, and and you know. Like when Jesus uh, told Peter, cast the net over here, and I'll fill it with fish, you know. Uh, he would just show up, and he, he brings in the harvest. How long have you been with the Gideons? Oh, 30. I said night. I, I, I joined the Gideons. I started the first Gideons camp in the Northern Marianas Islands in 19, 
92, I think it was, when I was living over on the island of Saipan, and some guys from Glob came up and wanted to talk to my men's Bible study. Suddenly, I discovered I was the, first, I was the president of the Gideons in first Gideons camp in the Northern <laughs> Mariana Island. It doesn't take them long, do they? They got you in there, though. It's okay. How many are you getting to your, your weekly breakfast? Well, I don't know. We uh, This is our cabinet meeting. And so far, there's two other guys in the parking lot, and the restaurant's going to open in, in uh, three minutes. Uh, oh, wow. Well, we got to run. Yeah. But thank you, John. We are so grateful for your service to the Lord and for your call today. And I couldn't agree with you more that that's, that's a great way to um, enjoy the journey is to take others along yeah. for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's no greater joy, man, than seeing somebody come to think. Right, right. Uh, and Well, there is. And then is, is then seeing that person, helping that person grow and share the gospel of sin, them lead somebody else to faith. That's, that's so beautiful. Well, you know, I have that, to tell you that, all, thank you so yeah. much for listening today. I'm so grateful. And as always, right, slow down, enjoy the ride, right? Take somebody along with you and slow down. Jesus went every, walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening. This is the Truth Network.